John chapter 14. Uh, we know it's very familiar the way that this chapter starts. When Jesus speaks and says, let not your heart be troubled, you believe in God, believe also in me. He goes on and says, in my Father's house are many mansions, if were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. If I go prepare a place, I will come again, receive you unto myself, that where I am, there, you may, be, there may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. Thomas said unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know the way? Of course, this verse, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Amen. And then it goes on, and it says, If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. From henceforth you know him and have seen him. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it suffice us. And Jesus said unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father, and how sayest thou then show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Look at these next verses. And whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. As I was studying and the Lord began to deal with me about a thought, this was it. Listen close. The power in a name. The power in a name. But not only in a name, but in the name. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege to be able to call on you this evening. I thank you, Lord, for your goodness. I thank you for the very Word of God. I thank you for allowing us at this very minute to enter into the very throne room of God. I thank you for who you are. I thank you for what you have done. I thank you for what you're going to do. And we ask these things tonight in the name of Jesus. Amen. And amen, you may be seated. One of the most simple messages that I've ever preached, probably. But it has reminded me not only the power of prayer, but it has reminded me how to pray. How do I pray? What do I say? God, what would you have me to say? What is your will in my prayer time? And how is it supposed to work? What is it supposed to look like? How is it supposed to sound? Is there power in prayer? Is there power in prayer? 
Is there power in the name of Jesus Christ when we pray? Could we even possibly have access to God the Father if we did not know His Son? And what does it mean when we pray in the name of Jesus? As I began to pray and seek the Lord, the Lord reminded me of the power in a name, the power in His name. And there was an example that was given to me, and then I'll use the rest of this message prayerfully with the Word of God. But there was an example that was given to me. Uh, We hadn't done it in quite some time, but several years ago, it would be a day like today, but maybe a Monday or a Tuesday or a Thursday evening when the sun was shining, it'd be a beautiful day. Cleve would call me early one morning, and he'd say, what have you got going on today, Pastor? I was wondering if you just wanted to go, and this was his word, would you want to go loaf? And I would say, well, I can, but I'll need to be back maybe at this time or that time. And I would go to his house, and we would get in his truck, and he would always take me towards Madison County and some of the places that him and Bruce and some of the other men had spent lots of time and lots of years And maybe we would go down a road, and he would say, I hadn't been down this road in a long time. And and, and it never would fail. We would wind up way back in a a holler somewhere, and it would dead end. And he would sit there for a minute. He'd say, do you see what I see? And I'd be looking. I'd say, what? He'd say, look at that barn right over there. And I'd look in that barn, and it'd be like a, a 50 Chevrolet or a or, a, or an old truck, or an, or an old car, and he'd say, that car or that truck's been sitting in that barn for years. And he'd say, I've been wanting to come talk and find out about that car. And he'd say, come on, let's go to the door. And I would think, I'm not going to the door. And I asked him, do you have a pistol? And he was like, at home. And we'd get out, and we'd walk down a little path, and we'd come up to a little old house there, and he'd knock on the door. There'd be a little man or a little lady, an elderly couple might come to the door, and he'd begin to talk to them. And in his way, and I don't know how to even describe it, but in his way, he would begin to introduce himself to these people, and then he would begin to tell them his name. But then he would begin to tell them his family's name. And then he would ask them their name. And then he would say, well, was your Grandpa so-and-so, and, and, and then Brother, uh, Brother Grace, that's all it took. They'd light up, and they'd say, yeah, it was my papa. And he'd say, well, I heard of your papa. And then my family and him, they done this and they done that. Well, the next thing you know, they'd say, well, you boys just come on in. Come on in. And I remember this one individual we met, he said, well, you boys might as well just come on in. And he said, well, I was interested in that truck you got in that barn. He said, well, you two come on out here and I'll show you that truck. And we went out there and we looked at the truck and he opened the door and he said, get in the truck. And he opened the hood and he said, look at the motor. And he said, look at this and look at that. And he said, now you boys come on in. And we got in there and he said, all right. He said, you boys want a cup of coffee? You boys sit down there for a minute. And he said, you boys like guns and the next thing we don't even know this man 
He's going in under his couch and pulling out these shotguns and going in under his, under his uh, uh, kitchen table and he brings out a pistol. And then, he, and then I'm thinking, this man is showing us everything that he has. This man is trusting us with all of his life's work. This man is just dumping his soul out to us. He is showing us stuff like we've known this man for 40 and 50 years. And you know what all of that come from? A name. Are you with me? All of that come from a name. It come from who Cleve knew and who he knew. And when I begin to think about the power of a name, the power of the name, I thought of David and Goliath in 1 Samuel 17, 45. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield, but I come to thee, you remember what it says? In the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defiled. He's, why is it so quiet? If you're glad you saved, say Amen. Amen. And we're looking at the power of a name. And I'm looking here, and David said to this giant, you can come to me with all the weapons that you want to come to me with, but I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord. Can I hear an amen on that? Matthew 6, 5, he says, when thou prayest. Matthew 6, 6, when thou prayest. Matthew 6, 7, but when ye pray. But then Matthew 6, 9 says this, After this manner, therefore, pray. After this manner, therefore, pray. Our Father, which art in heaven. You remember the next four words? What, is, what are they? Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. That word hallowed there means holy. It's hagios in the Greek. That word, that word hagios means pure. It means blameless. It means most holy. It means perfect. It means clean. It means modest. That word, hallowed be thy name, the name of God the Father, means consecrated. It means sacred. Whenever you speak the name of God, it is a sacred name. Whenever you speak the name of God, it is a blameless name. Whenever you speak the name of God, it is the most holy name. Whenever you speak the name of God, it is a perfect name. Whenever you speak the name of God, any time that word is ever used, that name is ever used, it should only ever be used under a holy reference. It should never be used when you mash your finger. It should never be used in just a general sentence. The word God is a hallowed name. The word God is a holy name. The word God is a name that is above all names. Can I hear an amen on that? So how are, how are you and I going to talk to a holy God? How are we ever going to talk to a holy God? How are you and I even going to be in the presence of a holy God? How are you and I ever even going to muster up enough strength within ourselves to stand before a holy, thrice holy God? 
You read all through the Bible when men in the Old Testament would be in the presence of God, the only thing they could do was just fall on their face. They couldn't even get up off the ground, let alone look at God. I'm telling you, the name of God is a powerful name. The name of God is a holy name. And the Bible says it is a hollowed name. Are you with me? The only way that you and I can ever come into the presence of a holy God is through and by His Son, Jesus Christ. There's not one work that you and I have done. There's not one deed that we can do. There is not any, uh, anything within ourselves that can bring us even into the presence of a thrice holy God. The only way that you and I can enter in the presence of God is that you and I must have received His Son, Jesus Christ, as our Savior and as our Lord. We must have called on Him when we fall under conviction of the Holy Spirit of God and ask Jesus Christ to come into our heart, save us of our sins, be our Savior, be our Lord, and then and only then can we have access to the throne room of a holy God and it's not anything that we have done but it's everything that Christ done and when we believe simply on the name of Jesus Christ then and only then can we have access to a thrice holy God do you understand that tonight child of God I'm telling you, this name of God is a very powerful name. This name of Jesus is a very powerful name. And when I began to study this on how to pray, it reminded me who I'm talking to, and it reminded me how I'm talking to him, and it reminded me the only access that I have to him is not anything that I can do, but it's because I just simply trusted and believed in his son. Now I can call on the name of God. Wow, it's a powerful thing. A pure, a blameless, the most holy name. By thy name, by thy name. I studied that phrase, by thy name. It's, it's the letters written or engraved. It's expressing the sound by which a person is known. It's expressing the sound by which a person is known. It's their name. In Scripture, God... It's just not a name. In the Scripture, Jesus is just not a name. It's what comes with that name. You understand that? It's more than just a name. It's what comes with that name. When we look at God as the name and Jesus as the name, it's a title, it's attributes, it's his will, it's his purpose, it's his honor, it's his glory, it's his word, it's his grace, it's his wisdom, it's his power, it's his goodness, it's his worship, and it's his service. It's more than just saying, well, you know, I prayed in the name of Jesus. It's more than just a name. This is a name that is above every name. You with me tonight? It is the name of Jesus. It's the name of Jesus. Listen to Matthew 1, 21. Going to bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. But don't stop there. This name Jesus, listen to what it says. You shall call his name Jesus. Then what? For he shall save his people from their sins. <laughs> Thank you, Brother Houston. It's more than just a name. Because you say, well, Jesus is a name, Preacher Keith is a name, Brother Larry is a name, Brother Grayson is a name, Brother Ben is a name. No, 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 no. This is a name that is above all names. Oh, yeah. Because at the name of Keith, you cannot be saved from your sins. 
At the name of Ben, you cannot be saved from your sins. At the name of Larry, you cannot be saved from your sins. At the name of Grayson, you cannot be saved from your sin. The only name that can save us from our sins is the name of Jesus. Amen? Amen. It's more than just a name. It's who he is. And I'm telling you, when we call on his name, there is power in the name of Jesus tonight. It is his name. It's who he is. It's his title. It's his attributes. John 20 and 31 says this, But these are written that you might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you might have life through his name. Do you understand that? At my name you cannot have life. In your name you will not receive life. But in the name of Jesus Christ, you and I have access to life. But not just life, but we have access to eternal life. And that name comes from a name that is above all names. And that name tonight is the name of? It's the name of Jesus. Amen. That life can save you. That life can forgive. That name can save you. That name can forgive you of your sins. And that name, the name of Jesus, is the name that can give you and I life. The name of Jesus. And then I go on and I'm studying about this name. This name of Jesus and the power that's in it. You ready for this? In Acts 3, 28, repent. Repent. And be baptized. Here it is, Brother Grayson. In the name of Jesus Christ. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And when you baptize, you baptize and you say, I baptize thee in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen? Not in the name of Keith, not in the name of Baptist, and not in the name of Pleasant Hill. You cannot get any power in my name, but there is power tonight in the name of Jesus. When was the last time you just said, Jesus? Jesus? Jesus, when's the last time when you was feeling anxiety in your soul? When's the last time that you was fighting hell by the acre? When's the last time that depression was sneaking back into your heart and your mind? When's the last time that when the kids was not doing good and when the finances was not good and the services was getting dry, when's the last time you and I just begin to call on a name that is above every name and we begin to say, Jesus, I can't do this without you. Jesus, I need you in my life. Jesus, I need you to instruct me. Jesus, we need you to bless. Jesus, I need your help right now. Jesus, would you lift this burden? Jesus, would you help? Help me. Jesus, would you heal me? Because it's the power that is in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, I'm excited about this name, Jesus, tonight. I can't help it. Oh, Acts 3, 6. Here it is again. In the name of Jesus Christ, you know what they say? Rise up and walk. In the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. There is no other name 
that has the power like the name of Jesus. Ephesians 5.20. Give thanks unto God. Give thanks unto God in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. You ready for this? You know this. Philippians 2.10. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. I, I never really under, I, I, evidently I've missed the reading of these verses. Evidently. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. I've always known that. Of things in heaven and things in earth. But I never noticed this. And things under the earth. Verse 11. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Do you understand that? The name of Jesus, every single knee should bow. Colossians 3, 17, whatsoever you do, whatsoever you do, whether it be in word or whether it be in deed, do all, <laughs> do all in the name of of your Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, listen, when you get up in the morning and you fold your clothes, do it in the name of Jesus Christ. When you send out that text message, do it in the name of Jesus Christ. When you hug your husband goodbye, tell him to have a good day at work, do it in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen? When you make a phone call, do it in the name of Jesus Christ. When you're reading your Bible, read it in the name of Jesus Christ. When you punch the clock, punch the clock in the name of Jesus Christ. When you're doing your work through the day, do it all under the name of Jesus Christ. When you have dealings with people, do it under the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter where you go, do everything that you deed, do, word and deed, do it all in the name of Jesus Christ. I love you in Jesus' name. I love you in Jesus' name. My brother. I love you in Jesus' name. I love you too. Amen. In Jesus' name. I love you in Jesus' name. I'm glad you're here in Jesus' name. God is good in Jesus' name. Amen. Do everything you do. Do it all in the name of Jesus. Sing in the name of Jesus. Preach in the name of Jesus. Pray in the name of Jesus. Worship in the name of Jesus. Everything that we do, we must do it under the umbrella of Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Oh, there's power in that name. Y'all looking at me like I'm crazy, but it's just Jesus, amen? It's the name of Jesus. Say Jesus with me. One, two, three. Jesus. You understand? If you and I understood, I'm telling you, from studying the Word of God, if you and I understood just the power that is in what you just said, there is lame people that got up because of that name. <laughs> Do you understand that tonight? There is people that was born blind that could see because of that name. And I'm going to go ahead and break this to you in case you forgot. They was people who was born sinners because the wages of sin is death. 
that's, that's me and you, amen? Hey, listen, because of my sin and because of your sin, it ushered death into the world. And because of our sin, we was going to live eternally separated from a holy God. But because of the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus and believing in Jesus and asking him to come into our lives, because of that name, Jesus, we get to go to heaven tonight. The name of Jesus. Oh, my. So whenever, whenever you call that name, realize the power that is in that name. And I believe that the reason that we pray the way we do, and I believe the reason that we ask God, God, we ask the Father, we pray unto the Father. You get that, right? We pray unto the Father, but our access is through His Son, Jesus Christ. We're going to look at that here in the Word. I believe the reason a lot of times I ask for so many foolish things is because I don't realize the power in the man that I'm talking to. The very Son of God, the very Son of Man, Jesus Christ. You ready? Philippians 2.9 Wherefore God Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. God exalted his son. God is the one who raised up his son. God is the one who has given him a name that is above every name. And that name is Jesus. We see in the first opening verses of John 14, there must be a belief. He that believeth on me. Those who have believed and trusted Jesus Christ as Savior. Now you and I, we are permitted, listen to this, we are permitted to call on God through his Son. We're so undeserving. But because of the blood of Christ, the redeemed can call on the holy God through his son. Are you still with me? There's not a one of us good enough to call on him. But because of Jesus, you and I can tonight. Even in the Old Testament, as I was studying this today, Daniel 9, 17 says this, Now therefore, O our God, hear the prayer of thy servant and his supplications, and cause the face to shine upon thy sanctuary. That is desolate. And then it ends with this, for the Lord's sake. For the Lord's sake. That's Old Testament. But he said, he said God, would you, would you listen to our prayers and would you, would you shine your face down on this sanctuary? And he said, we're praying this to you, Father, and we're asking you, would you do it? Listen now. Would you do it for the Lord's sake? Wow. Now we come in the name of Jesus. And all of our prayers in the name of Jesus, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. And asking that God be honored, not only by our salvation through His Son, and not only through our service for His Son, but also out of a sincere heart, that when we fall before a holy God, 
the Holy Father, the Holy Son, and the Holy Spirit, when we fall before a holy God, we have access by His Son. I was listening to a message today, and when I was listening to that message, I pulled up this verse right here. And when I pulled up this verse, I listened to just a one-minute message by a, name, by, the, by a man's name, by C.H. Spurgeon. And this is what he said. Not only ask for his sake, but ask in his name that is authorized by him. We should not dare to ask for something we should not dare to ask for some things in that blessed name. It is for the Father's glory through the Son, His truth, His faithfulness, His power, and His grace reveals the Father <laughs> and His love to the Son. The glory of God in the Son and the glory of the Son in the Father is so wrapped up in one that you cannot separate the two. So what Jesus is saying is when you pray to the Father through my name, make sure that everything that you pray brings God the Father glory. And when you call out my name, make sure that it brings God the Father glory. And when you're giving God the Father glory, make sure that you give the name of Jesus glory. Because us two are so much one. How do you separate the two? Because we are God, all wrapped up in one. You say, explain that better than that. I wish I could. All I know is, is God is good. Amen? Amen. And all I know is, is the only way to God is through his son. Because Jesus says, I am the what? The way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father but what? But by me. That's access to the Father. In closing, let's turn to John 16 and we'll be finished tonight. John 16. Look what it says. John 16, verse 23 and 24. John 16, verse 23 and 24. And in that day, you shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in what? Ask the Father what? In what? In my name. He will give it you. Hitherto you have asked nothing in my name. Ask, and ye shall receive, that your joy may be full. Wow. When's the last time that you bowed on your knees fixing to talk to a holy God realizing that hallowed be his name there is no way Jesse you could ever have access to God you can forget it you will never read enough pray enough stay clean enough talk right walk right and be right ever to gain access to a holy God you cannot obtain that neither can all of us if we pile all of our righteousness up in a pile we cannot have access to a holy god you can't do it
<laughs> can't do it. But because of Jesus. Amen? Are you with me tonight? Because of Jesus. And because of believing on him and calling on him, now you and I, because of him, we can say, Father. And when we call on the Father, he sees us now through his Son. I don't know how else to preach it. I don't know how else to say it. I don't know what else to say. And then he says, she loves my son. She has accepted my son. She has worshipped my son. And now when you come to God in the name of his son, he says, what you got, girl? <laughs> Bring it on. Talk to me about it. Tell me what's on your heart. Amen. And watch what God can do in our lives. I don't think we've been praying wrong. I just don't think we really understand even how we have been praying. Do you pray in the name of Jesus? If you do, say amen. amen. You got to know why you pray in the name of Jesus. You got to know why we pray in that name. It's the name of Jesus, son. He's the only one that can change it. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Well, it's good to be saved tonight. Amen. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, right? Hallowed be thy name. Call on the Father through the name of Jesus.